Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the podcast about music, emo nostalgia, uh, bands, rad bands, cool people, nice people. Cool, nice people. Building community. Doing the good things. Yeah. Yeah. Getting all the negativity out. Yeah. This is the podcast you listen to if you want to get rid of all that negativity in, in your heart and in your head. This episode <laughs> is with our new friend, Faith of Penny Board, new band. Uh, this is coming out Monday. So they just played a, a, their first gig on, Ever. on Friday. And uh, we hope it went well. We hope it went great. Yeah. It was at Emo Night LA. And we're assuming it went great. Yeah. We're assuming that uh, there's video footage of their first set ever yeah if this were a youtube video i'd be like inserted here but it's not it's a podcast so go check it out after the after you listen to this go go see if there is any on on their socials so uh that is our episode today talk new music talk uh hopefully you know the future plans you know all that stuff uh before we get into that if you enjoy this episode if you enjoy any of our episodes Make sure, you know, you, you, you follow, you follow us on, on Spotify, you follow us on Apple music, you like it, you, you, you subscribe to it, you comment on it. You tell your it. friends, you tell your you friends, tell your mom, you tell your mom, you tell you your tell mom's your friends, uncle. tell your uncle's friends. Why wouldn't you tell you, your you, uncle's friends? Yeah, come on. They're, they might be into it. I mean, we're getting back in the dad. It's, you know, kind of dad rocky to an extent now. The emo genre is dad rock. <laughs> I don't like any of that, but maybe they are dads. Emo, maybe, probably. Emo became so. dad rock the day that Pete Wentz turned 30. <laughs> there was an alt press article or something that was like, you know, Emo's dying because Pete Wentz turned 30. And I'm like, where what? are we now? <laughs> I was what about to say, is it Pete Wentz like in his 40s? Almost 40 yeah, now. now? <laughs> so it's like, dude, you, you like... Like you really you, like you claimed that real early. Yeah, you, you were said way too you early. said the most like defining statement of a decade and yeah. probably put a bunch of like teenage girls into despair. Yeah. You ruined their lives. Look at them now. Look at us yeah. here. They make podcasts podcast. now. <laughs> <laughs> they make podcasts and TikToks now. You can follow our TikTok at X Emo Social Club X. Same on Twitter. You'll be talking to Lizzie if you reach out to us there. If you follow us on Instagram, uh, at Emo Social Club, it could be both. It could be either one of us. You never know. You'll yeah. just have to learn how we speak yeah. and then make a informed guess. Yeah. You will also notice our brand new promo photos. Thank you to Lenny Gilmore for Sick. taking those. We look, I'm going to say it, too badass. Too badass. <laughs> uh they're great uh we we are very excited there's a lot of branding stuff a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes that we're very excited about uh we are we're gonna announce i think we probably by this point have already announced all of our summer happy hours because we're gonna take some time away from our streams a little bit just as everything in the u.s is opening back up a lot of people just seem to be wanting to be out in the real world and not here on the internet so we're gonna do a little bit less live stream stuff a little bit more on demand stuff hopefully you can see us in person hints yeah. but also we'll let you know uh yeah we're, we're trying to figure stuff out we would love it if you are listening to this and i have emailed you please email me back thank if you, you are if you have a place <laughs> and you'd like us to dj there maybe it's your living room maybe it's your friend's bar we have done craig's living room maybe it's the back so. seat of your car and mm. on the way to the show I don't know if I like that one. Just give me the iPod, okay? Actually, we tailgate. Yeah. We tailgate you know now, what? right? We don't we don't tailgate. Sports ball. When does the sports ball season when you I tailgate no start? Let's, I can't let's tell tailgate, anymore cuz uh, I don't I don't get free food from work anymore, so I have no concept of sports ball. 
anything. Let's, let's tailgate you. the uh, the action adventure show they just announced. Tailgate that. <laughs> Hey, we're going to tailgate the bottom lounge parking lot. Catch Thanks, me, everybody. Catch me in the bottom lounge parking lot tailgating the action adventure real friends show. Everyone, we're going to do a pre-stretch uh, wall of death so everyone can limber up before Hell you yeah. go inside and do the real thing. Okay? Thanks. Hell yeah. Love it. All right. Yeah. So uh, make sure to give us a follow over on emosocialclub.tv to know when we go live. You can also join us in Discord, emosocial.club slash Discord. All the links are in the show notes as well as all the links to Penny Board's stuff. So check them out when you're done listening to this. But let's just get into it. Here is our episode with Penny Board. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friend, Faith, a.k.a. Pennyboard, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's you're a little nervous, but it's all good. We're all friends here. <laughs> so welcome. We're super happy to be talking with you tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, I'm just uh, like alt pop artist, kind of pop punk, uh, based out of Dallas, Texas. Oh, yeah. You're doing, uh, well, we have you on because you have a new single out. Uh emerald green do you want to tell us about that that single yeah so a uh, single came out recently and it's been pretty fun so far um it's just like a song about jealousy because i feel like nobody ever wants to talk about that kind of feeling so i just wrote about it and i was like you know what i'm just gonna like come to terms with this and maybe it'll help me feel better and I also kind of wrote it whenever I was just in like a place of like not feeling like the best version of myself and I just needed to write about it but I kind of put like a fun little twist on it like in the chorus just so it wasn't like completely sad so. <laughs> it's not like it's not like misery business jealousy is it <laughs> no it's just like I don't know I feel like for me I'm 25 and I'm, I feel like at one point, I was just caught up in, like, what everyone else is doing. I saw all these people, like, graduating from college and just, like, I don't know, doing, like, what seemed to be great things with their lives. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life at all. And <laughs> I got so caught up in it. And I was like, I am just, quite frankly, jealous of these people that seem to have it all figured out. And I just needed to write about it. <laughs> So here's okay. So first of all, we didn't we didn't talk about uh, our ages before, and I'm <laughs> 105 years old. Oh my god! Grows every every episode. Um, the idea that a 25 year old is like I don't know what I want to do with my life is like doesn't get better, man. It just stays exactly <laughs> the fucking same forever. Literally, <laughs> never go to Brian and say, "Hey, I have this thing that I'm really worried about." Am I to be like, "Nope, you have so much more ahead of you." Please stop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I see all these children. I'm like, oh, what's it like to have potential? Fuck. Yeah, honestly, I feel like throughout just like the process of like writing and recording the song, I was like, I don't need to be like caught up in all these different things of like what everyone else is doing and what everyone thinks of me. So I just need to like take a step back and enjoy things as they happen. I feel like songwriting is kind of like I don't know. It's therapeutic for most people, but I feel like for me, it really like helps me to like develop as a person, I guess, because even the songs I'm writing right now, they're kind of like changing my perspective on things and making me like realize things about myself I didn't realize before. Now, how is it like you kind of obviously you wrote this song to come to terms with like this jealousy that you were it was clearing to fester within you because you're saying all these other like, you know, 20 somethings and up doing di these different things. So how has that kind of like helped you implement like new ways of just kind of like moving forward with yourself? Because you're doing a lot of other really great things too. like I can't do music for shit. That's really cool. Like that you are <laughs> able to do this type of, you know, art so how has that kind of been um, with it just like helping you come to terms? Yeah, so I pretty much just kind of like told myself that like, 
well one I kind of like stop taking things so personally all the time and then just like I don't know everyone is just living their own life and we're all just trying to like do what makes us happy and there's really just no reason in getting caught up in so much stress that you you know like things that you have no control over I told myself like you know I can't change any of this but like I can change the way I view things like moving forward or the opportunities I create for myself moving forward. Um, so I feel like it just kind of just made me realize like who I am as a person and like the things that I could do to better myself. And then also like the things I could do to like help others in the future. Damn. <laughs> it's just, you know, when you're just like, I don't know, it, it, it's been, it's been tough I'm not going to point out anything that's happened over the past year and a half of why it might be that way, you know, but it's like, sometimes it's tough. And it's like, how, how, how do you find strength? And it's like, well, God damn it. I'm a hundred and I can't do it. <laughs> Honestly, like sometimes I still have days where I'm just like, man, I wish that was me doing all these cool things, but also like, everything happens for a reason and everyone has their own timeline for a reason. So I don't know. It just, I feel like one day it just kind of like clicked. It wasn't really like a, maybe I guess it was kind of like an over time type of thing of me just growing up and realizing like, oh, I should take a step back. But I don't know. One day I was just like, I got to stop freaking out over everything. So. <laughs> True. Um, you are, and I, I guess we'll talk about this now a bit, even though this is, this is the live stream version of it. So we're talking about something that's going to happen tomorrow, but this episode will be out on Monday. So it will have already happened. Uh, so if you're, if you're watching us on Twitch right now, it's happening tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, the, I uh, emo night LA Dallas version you're playing at tomorrow night. Uh, how, how did you get on this? How is it going to, your it's your first show as penny board like how is this gonna go so like this is my first show as penny board this is my first show literally ever i've only been doing penny board for about nine months like it hasn't even been like a full year yet um but i got a message one day when i was at work just saying like hey we think this could be a cool first show for you are you interested and I immediately was just like, yes, like this would literally be a dream come true. So I don't know. I'm feeling a lot of things right now. It kind of hit me today, just like in the middle of the day. I was just going about my business. and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm playing emo night tomorrow. And it's like it's my first show. I don't really like know what to expect. Like I've never even done simple things like a sound check at a show. Like I've like had maybe like eight band practices like damn i don't i don't really know what to expect i feel prepared <laughs> but also part of me is just like oh like i don't know what to do really <laughs> like i've been like researching like this is probably so lame but i've been researching like my favorite vocalists and like how they perform mm -hmm. on stage and like like how do you do that like do you just like know what to do when you get up there are people born with this talent? Do you have to like practice these things? <laughs> if there's we'll see. If there's anything I know, and for background, I, I was a singer. I, I, I'm a singer. I don't know what I am. I don't know if I still do it or not. You're but, a chaotic um, man is what you are. Yeah. It's, you know what I would say is for a lot of people, like a lot of, and, and talking with some singers from like, you know, years ago, like guys who were on Warped Tour and shit. And it's like, you you kind of disassociate because you're like this is more about like this experience of performing this music with people there's a very different sense too of like when people know your music and people don't know your music and people are like learning it and they're seeing you and they're they're seeing your personality showcased at that thing which i think like emo night la is great for that like putting out like new artists artists that like people in especially you know different communities care about so having like the dallas version i i dj the chicago version so we've done a bunch of events there and it's like having 
those people like kind of showcased is like cool that's you know this is new music this is music from down the street from me and this is awesome and then there's the experience of everybody knows the music and everybody's screaming along and crowd surfing and throwing everybody around that so it's like that 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 feeling of it is like kind of you end up disassociating your own feelings and your own concerns just like kind of like those are gone i'm just oh my god i'm freaking out and like exploding and then you like leave the stage and you're like i don't know what happened <laughs> i have no idea what just <laughs> happened up there yeah we even kind of dis discussed this in like band practice like we were all just kind of like like last night we were like wow that felt great and i was like honestly I wouldn't even have known if anybody messed up on any part because I was just so like, mm -hmm. like in the zone. <laughs> yeah. You'll, I mean, I, 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 this is making me sound even older because I'm like giving advice to somebody and I don't want to come <laughs> off like I'm giving advice. The questions are about you and about, you know, what you're doing and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, I mean, I guess at this point I'd be like, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing more, you know, from you and like, We'll have you in Chicago, obviously, at some point. We're already saying that before, you know, uh, the podcast recording. But it's like, yeah, let's just, you know, just ride it out and enjoy it and have a good time. And that's my soapbox. And I'm going to step down from it now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm I'm super excited for tomorrow. I'm also like, I'm really honored to be playing with so many great artists. And I think it's super cool that they're just giving us like the opportunity to showcase our music. Mm. So I saw that at the Emo Night LA Dallas one, is Modson and Tyler Posey supposed to be there too? I have no idea, honestly. Because I like, if they are, I was looking at the links and I'm out. like, wow, that's really crazy in Dallas of all places. <laughs> but okay. I mean, if that happens, that. sick, then you can really just see I whatever mean, goes down. Yeah, honestly, anything can happen. Um, it is the first one back. Mm. So I imagine it's going to be pretty crazy. Um. <laughs> this, is, that, is that something you're looking forward to? Or is that something making it harder and worse? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought about it. Like, I don't know. People keep asking me, like, do you know if there's going to be like a surprise or anything? I'm like, I have no idea. Like, I literally, I don't know. Um but if there is, um, I hope it's, you know, after my set. So I don't freak <laughs> myself out. Sure. You're all of a sudden you just have like mod sense standing off to the side. And it's like, I huh. love him. Like <laughs> I listen to his music all the time. So I would be very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, I know normally they don't announce the guests until day of, they kind of like keep yeah. it that, that sort of like. Hey, you gotta come. We gotta buy those tickets. You won't know, but you'll miss out if you yeah. don't. If you don't it's get in here. It's the last effort to like sell it out, and it's like, all right, guys, what else are you gonna do right now? You can't see this person anywhere else. Let's go. <sighs> yeah, honestly, I think it'll sell out. It's it's a huge show. Yeah, Be excellent. So if you're in the Dallas area and you're listening right now on Twitch tomorrow night, you can go. If you're if you're listening to this on Monday. Hope you had a great time. Yeah, and hope you went. If you are in a close enough vicinity, go drive there tonight. Yeah, just do it for fun. Yeah, yeah. What else are you doing? Lizzie and I are getting in the car. <laughs> we we'll are not driving. We we get in a plane or an Amtrak. Uh, do not yeah, drive. I do. I personally do not drive further than three hours anymore. <laughs> I get in a plane. <laughs> I'll drive. I'll Look, I rode on a bus to Chicago in high school for an orchestra trip. Wow. That's a long drive. It is. Yeah. I've done the uh I've 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 never been to Texas proper, but I've been to the I don't even know what you'd call it, but it's like the little area in the top the little, little top hat of the state. The top where you hat drive of through. the state. Yeah, it's like it's like a state wearing a top hat, you know, it's oh like flat and goes on the hat the head of Texas. The little bottom is actually the cowboy boot too and he's just yeah, like exactly. this with his top hat and his little cowboy boots the yeah. whole entire state of Texas. <laughs> yeah, it's a man. <laughs> uh so I haven't really been there, but I imagine it's just a gigantic state and all of it is is very different and it's uh, people don't really understand how long it takes to drive anywhere in the United States and it's like yeah, I'm not we're not driving to Texas today. 
Tate Logan embarks on solo projects, one being a solo music project, the other partnering with Clout Chain for an exclusive digital card collection. Friend of the pod, Tate Logan of the band Happy, branches off to start a solo project with limited edition digital cards to collect. There are three themed collections to choose from, the Friend Crush Club Edition, Coffee and Covers Premiere Edition, and the rare What's Your Favorite Scary Movie Horror Edition. Or just like Pokemon, catch them all. Tate Logan uses his platform in the music community to offer a safe digital space for the LGBTQ community. He says he wants fans to feel understood and valued while growing a true connection with the fandom. Through this collection, fans can unlock opportunities to connect with Logan in many ways. Jumpstart your card collection by going to cloutchain.io, create an account, and pre-order by July 22nd. Hey, listener, guess what? We got merch in our store, emosocialclub.com slash merch. You can check it out now. We got some tank tops for the summer. Uh, we got a new new metal logo, a new new metal logo, go, go, go. And it's uh, it's kind of a 90s new metal vibe that also comes in a tank top. And we got a tank top that says sun's out, stay inside, which, you know, you're emo. You don't go out in the sun. It's bright and it's hot. Emosocialclub.com slash store. Check them out. Get them. All purchases go to help us just make more merch, get more cool stuff. You're helping us out. We're helping you out. Going off your sleeves, going off your arms. If you don't want sleeves, check it out. EmoSocialClub.com slash store. And then Faith, we did see too that you did a cover for That's What I Call Pop Punk, which is obviously reminiscent of this what I call music or <laughs> that's what I call dad rock. Um which Avril Lavigne is on there. I don't like any of that. But you did a cover of Trouble. And how did this all kind of come about? Because I thought that that was like a really cool comp idea. Okay. So my good friend, Jarrett, um, he runs a label called Palm Mute Records. And he has had these ideas of running these compilations to help out, like, showcase more um bands in like the Dallas area and even outside of Dallas like I think we've had other bands from like Houston and other areas um but this one was just going to be like a bunch of like throwbacks and this is around when the idea of Pennyboard was created and I was like I have to do this like I really want to do this um can I cover Never Shout Never and I honestly thought it was going to be like a no because I feel like most people don't really like Never Shout Never these days. But he said yes. And that was the first song I have ever recorded, like in my entire life. Wow. Yeah, it was super scary. But <laughs> <laughs> I did it. Um, yeah, so I picked that one. My friend Spencer helped me out. He really, like, honestly... Spencer's helped me just like create the sound for Pennyboard as well as uh, Ryan from New Heroes. And we put this cover together and it was just like, I don't know, a fun little like nostalgic moment. <laughs> Lizzie, do we hate Never Shout Never? Wow. I am, because we've played, we, we played like a few Never Shout Never songs recently and like, had some never shout never stuff come up and i'm like this is a band that like i don't know i feel like they disappeared quite a bit <laughs> there's like gone all of a sudden yeah like i haven't really heard anything i personally love never shout never like that was like one of the first like i guess emo artists mm. i was into um and yeah but i feel like lately everyone's just like never shout never really you know <laughs> interesting i feel like remember it is good i was about to say i feel like i like started seeing more never shout never on tiktok like within the last like six seven months because mm. trouble was like one of those ones are like oh you don't want to like deal with a boy who listens to this song or like some type of like funny prompt and then i was like oh yeah never shout never i completely forgot about him entirely and then like you still bring him up and yeah people are just like that's very cringy it's like i 
we're all cringy. What do you want? This man is still cringy, <laughs> I think. We all went through that phase. It's fine. Yeah. We all had great haircuts. Just oh, yeah. All the... I don't, how do you do that? Just like you just have a bunch of like hair. Just, just <laughs> how like, do you do that? Well, like it's just all in place, you know? It's like you have the bangs and everything. And it, like I never see his hair move. It's just kind of like perfectly... It's like a Lego head. <laughs> <laughs> Like his hair is just in place. Christopher just to pop Drew it on. of Never Shot Never is going to come into the stream and yell at you. I look. I will let Christopher him. Drew. Please <laughs> prove to me that it's not Lego hair. Proved, prove it. <laughs> I'm sure he used, you know, like a lot of hairspray. Got to be stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Everyone. he was sponsored back yeah. in the day. There were not enough people who were like, "I'm going to get a hair product sponsorship." in the emo scene <laughs> considering how, how like, much money was spent solely from the emo scene and pop punk area for simply just hairspray from any and yeah. all of them like the budget the budget <laughs> the budget on warp tour for hair products <laughs> are we do you think we're spending less on hair products now you think we're oh my like God. <laughs> well like Okay, there was obviously a big draw for like scene haircuts and scene hairstyles and like certain looks back in the day. But like, are we doing that same stuff now? Like most of like the, the emo and pop punk bands are kind of more like straightforward, I think. Like there's not as much like, I don't want to say style or fashion, but like it's just it's just more of like a... a I don't know. I don't know what the word is because not it's just more like regular people. Now more it's just more, like it's natural. more calmed. I feel because yeah. I think more people were like, "Why do I need to be outrageous if I can just be talented?" It's like, okay, but why not both? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know for me, I was like, I mean, I know I have green hair, mm. <laughs> so but I had to like tone it down as I got older because I was like, I gotta get like a job <laughs> that will accept these things. And then when I got hired at my job, I was like, can I have green hair? And they're like, yes, yeah, fine. <laughs> Just for the interview, not for the actual career. <laughs> right. Once you're in, you're like, fire me. Fire they're me like, bet, it's green. bet, let's go. Yeah. I mean, I did that. When I interviewed for my first radio job, they hired me. I went immediately, like the next day, I found out that I um, got hired and I dyed my hair black. And I said, hello, I'm here again. <laughs> Black's not going to you know set you apart though like you have purple in your hair now yeah that would be more of like a so uh, are you willing to get rid of that like are writing you notes really? <laughs> are you are you gonna you're gonna change that okay. anyway everybody um any alt kids do that secure the job secure the bag and secure say, it. what's up what are you gonna do fire me Bet. exactly like they already went through the whole process of hiring you that's a long process yeah it's a lot of paperwork and if they fire they you, you after it. this entire year unemployment they're not gonna do it Oof. <laughs> Oof. do not take <laughs> career advice like that from us at all we are joking we could be completely listen, wrong i don't listen. know <laughs> here's what's gonna happen we're a lot of us with all the all the you know the hair colors and the piercings and the tattoos we are going to start a company and we're going to hire everybody. <laughs> and we're going to be in charge. I don't know if that's any better. I kind of want someone to like test this now, like get hired at like a very corporate job and then show up one day. It's looking completely different. Fortune 500 company. You dress up everything else. Like you got the suit tie, the nice, nice slacks and everything. And you're like, your hair is just like, you know, bright blue or something. You're like, yeah, what's up? I'm going to meet with a client what, real quick. You, you have an issue? I'm dressed up well. <laughs> My hair looks nice. Like what? I'm the best employee here. Like, what are we going to do about it? I'm the, I'm the top <laughs> salesperson here. What, you, you're really going to get rid of me? You're really going to get rid of <laughs> Blue hair draws them in. I want somebody to just do that. I want to know somebody has the audacity, and I really hope it works in like the best way possible for them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a great conversation starter, I feel like. 
you can always like, test somebody dire. on tiktok there was this guy he was like oh like vibe checking people when you first meet him and he'll be like wow yeah this day sucks much like it sucks that uh, women don't have like reproductive rights it's just, you can just slip it in like that like oh man yeah look at that dude's blue hair isn't that cool would you take him seriously if he offered you a sales pitch and just like wait Hmm. (laughs) and just sit there and just like just stare at them intensely then don't break just do (laughs) not break character do not break eye can't be like i am 100 percent for realsies with this question and i want your for realsies answer (laughs) i want an answer now (laughs) right now like what do you think i'm joking (laughs) i will say from my time in corporate america working in offices or large companies they didn't care, but it was in tech. And I think that tech is like the one place where it's like, yeah, not a big deal. We don't care. Just just know a computer and you're good. Can you use Excel? That's it. That's it. Do you know how to tell apart a normal email from a spam email? Also very important. <laughs> Ooh, I got caught on that one for one time. <laughs> Ooh, boo, boo, boo. I was just complaining about that with my um my IT people earlier today. I was like, can you believe someone called caused like a company wide phishing hack that one time because mm-hmm. they didn't know the difference between a spam email? And she was like, I still can't believe it. I'm like, it's been three whole years. <laughs> uh, we do. We should talk about TikTok since you brought it up as well. And I know we wanted to talk about a little bit of TikTok. You've been doing covers on TikTok, which I think is. Honestly, like a lot of people doing covers is both how bands are breaking and how new musicians are breaking and like songs are resurging. Like it's it is insane. What has been like your experience like doing these on TikTok? What's the response been? Whoa, it's it's weird. Um, <laughs> so um, I made a TikTok, had zero intentions of putting covers on it and was just kind of like doing whenever I wanted. And then I decided to start posting covers once Penny Board was created. Um, kind of like stepped up my game more recently and was like, I had always been too scared to sing anything in like a higher range. So I felt like, I don't know, the covers I was doing before was just like, not really like showcasing what I was able to do. And I felt I don't know, like I was holding myself back. And then I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to cover King for a day. Hell yeah. <laughs> and that song is so hard to sing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I posted it. And then I have like my notifications turned on because like my TikTok wasn't, you know, that crazy. Like there wasn't a whole lot going on there. Um, I have like a thousand followers, which is still like a lot of people in my opinion. Um, but then I woke up and I had well over like a hundred notifications just on like the preview on my phone. And I was like, what is going on? Um, when it opened up the app and there were like 3000 new followers, which was insane. Yeah. Um, so this cover, like it did really well and it like it definitely like showcased my music to like more people um so i just been trying to keep up with them i did a bring me the horizon cover recently i have another one going up it's gonna be a nice little pop punk cover because we love pop punk and yeah i also feel like people think i'm like a metal vocalist but i'm definitely not (laughs) (laughs) so i sing pop punk music like i can't you know, I just like the songs. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. I have to very much just clarify with people like they're like, Oh, why didn't you like scream in this? I'm like, because I don't know how. <laughs> like, do you want to like well here's like just be like duet it and scream then, like problem solved. I don't know yeah. what you're at what, what you're looking yeah. for. <laughs> and I had like a lot of duets on it, which was really cool. And it was really cool to be able to like interact with all these people and be able to like meet new people and find all of like their bands as well which was really nice i feel like it's a really good little community yeah i don't think of how that like i see a lot of artists i saw you're bringing the horizon one as well and i was like yeah a lot of artists like this is probably 
a great way to break your art, but I can imagine that there's probably a lot of bands that are collaborating, working together and finding like their online space on TikTok as well. Being 105, I'm like, what is this kid app? And so to me, it's like, I don't quite, Lizzie's our, our TikTok person, not me, <laughs> but I'll look sometimes. If... Interesting. I mean, when I first downloaded it, I was like, literally, how do you use this yeah. thing? I don't know how to edit on here. Like, I don't know how to do anything, but I finally figured it out. But for my covers, I literally just edit everything on my computer and then just upload. Yeah. We have to do it. Just the easiest just way. Yeah. Most effective. <laughs> You did mention earlier that you kind of have revived an old publication that you have had before. So how has that been? Because you're coming out being a new artist and you're doing a lot of these different things, but you're also bringing back something that I feel a lot of people, artists or just people who work behind the scenes in the industry have done is have their own type of publication. So what kind of made you want to bring it back? So we have a team of about, I'd say at least 10 people and they were all like really wanting to shoot upcoming shows again and i was like you know what the opportunities here there's no reason why i can't start this publication back up so i started it back up and hopefully we can get more people to be able to photograph these shows um i was a photographer like long before i ever even thought about doing music i've been doing it for about five years now um, and it's like my career, basically, it's like my full time job. So um, I don't know, I just remember starting out and just thinking like, like, how do people get these opportunities? And now that I'm in like, a place to be able to give people these opportunities, I want to help people out and help them grow their careers. And also just like, have being able to like make these connections with other artists it's like you know like i don't know like for me personally i just i'll, I'll take like any like interview i can get like it just means the world to me and to be able to like be showcased to new audiences is really cool and urban vacancy press is just like a whole new audience for some people um because we were mostly like texas based and so like say i don't know like a band in Chicago might, you know, not have like that many fans in like Dallas, Texas. We can like kind of like make a little connection there. And I think that's really cool. We can just help out photographers, other musicians, just help lift everybody up. I always say community over competition. The hardest thing to like, like, yes. Absolutely. I think we agree with that wholeheartedly. And like in Chicago, we try to push like community is what matters. All this other shit, like you don't benefit from competing with other people, but it's like so hard. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know. I, I, I think that's, I think the competition thing is probably because it's mostly men that are in the industry and mostly men that are in charge of things. And I take responsibility and I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's just like, yeah more competitive and more like fighting for shit. And then everybody else, Alice is yelling at me in the chat. Alice, how do you, <laughs> uh, but it's like, yeah, it, it, it's harder to like find a common ground. I think with a lot of people just competing for whatever they can get out of the industry rather than like trying to find more opportunities yeah. to work with one another. Yeah, it's definitely, it's been a little hard some days, um, because you'll kind of start to notice like people's true color showing, but I think it's just like, you know, those people, you just have to like just push past. Like. <laughs> and you know, the people that like want to support each other and build each other up, they'll all stick together. Yeah. We only stand people who want communities and who are nice and who are nice. It's just more fun that way. Yeah. I feel like, like I would never want to go to a show and just be like, you know, just like standoffish and yeah. kind of like, oh my god, like why do I have to listen to this band? It's just like, wouldn't you rather be in the crowd, like having fun? Yeah, yeah, like and not have like a bad attitude. Like you're like, I'm only here for one band, and I hate everybody. It's just like, okay, then what? Just go, leave. Why are you here so early? Go away. 
<laughs> right. I have to be up against the barrier, Lizzie. I have to see everybody from the front of the stage. Oh my god. I I remember like being young in bands and being really like that that person. Like you're in the band and you're like playing later or you played first, but you gotta hang out for the whole show and you're just like you kinda like look at other artists and you're like man why are more people here for them we're better and it's like i just wish that i wasn't such a prick when i was a kid <laughs> like i mean i think we were pretty nice but it, it's also it, it's it's a hard place to be in when you feel like there's only enough for so many people that there's not enough for everybody and i think that we've realized more recently that there is enough for everybody it may not be what you think you need but there's enough of what everybody needs to push forward of what everybody needs to have success in different ways it, it's there you just need to work or you need to work for your community work as a group work together make connections honest connections real connections and then that will that will benefit everybody 100 percent. yeah i feel like i mean we all kind of go through that at some point like i remember going through that in high school whenever i was like first starting out with like working in like local music and I definitely had to learn a lot <laughs> um I think at one point I was just kind of like you know this is a lot of like energy wasted on so much negativity and that's kind of when I realized like this isn't worth it <laughs> yeah yeah take that negativity out uh, we have some, Lizzie, did you have a question? I saw you oh, put your head. I was about to say, um, we did have some <laughs> questions from Instagram and one of them still kind of related to urban vacancy was, um, mm -hmm. do you, um, do you feel like having previous background in photo and video helps you tell stories as a writer? Yes, hundred percent. Um, I feel like, so whenever I wrote like my first song ever which i'll be performing tomorrow <laughs> um i feel like i was kind of all over the place but i also kind of like knew what i wanted to say because whenever i you know capture these moments in photography um i have to tell a story like and for me at least like the photo can't just look cool like i need to be able to tell some sort of story with it and that's what i wanted to be able to do in music as well just in a different way so I feel like it's definitely helped me. And then also like working a lot in like music photography kind of taught me a lot of like about how the industry works and, you know, like the professional side of it, aside from just creating. Yeah, it's coming from having some of that show experience of being involved in the production of it and then moving from, yes, in front of the stage, you're in the pit in the photo pit to the yeah. to the actual stage you know yeah. <laughs> that's the journey <laughs> <laughs> that'll be like the article well that'll be the title of the episode is from the photo pit to the to the, to the emo night la stage <laughs> to the emo night stage <laughs> it's honestly gonna be super weird seeing like photos of myself performing and mm. like not being the one taking photos of everyone else see and that's where you'll 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 get that like <laughs> that that hint at like i'm gonna be competitive here and like see their photos and be like i would take a better photo i mean you're like no 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 no, no. stop that <laughs> no i would have taken a better photo not that that's what your voice would sound like at all but like <laughs> i imagine that everybody who's being a negative nancy talks like hermit the frog oh no hmm. i would have taken a better photo uh, that was really good. <laughs> I, I apologize. He has a <laughs> gift anyone... for some reason of doing really good Kermit the Frog impressions. I have no idea why, but it's his one. I don't want it. Life. I don't want that talent. You have That's... it. You have to do. I'd something rather good have with another it. one. <laughs> I'd rather have different ones. You don't get to choose. <laughs> Can I trade it in? <laughs> I uh, I had this idea that I immediately shot down just for myself of doing pop punk. Kermit the Frog covers on TikTok. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I can't do that. Honestly, I feel like that would do well. <laughs> you could put, you could put our TikTok on, on the map. They're going to be like, Emo Social Club who? Pop Punk singing Kermit? Yes. 
what was i doing i think i was doing because i was like driving around and i think i was just like listening to music just like oh no is it worth it can you even hear me and i'm like no no wow i hope at the next emo karaoke you do that out of nowhere not in person lizzie I hate unless that. i have the puppet and you lizzie doesn't like how frogs look so I have a I have a fear of frogs, but that's beside the point. Anyway, um, what are what are some of your strongest songwriter influences? Another question from from Instagram. Yes, some of your strongest songwriter influences. Um, so for me, I I don't know. I listen to a lot of different music, like from like the classics from you know, emo and pop punk, but also, like, the newer artists, such as, like, Chloe Moriando, Pale Waves, like, artists like that. Um, Pale Waves. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know, I feel like I take a lot of, like, like, sound inspiration from them, but for me, as, like, a writer, I don't really take too much inspiration from other people. I kind of just like put all of my thoughts into my notes app and then <laughs> organize it accordingly on like how it would make sense in a song and then like what would be catchy. Um, so that's kind of just what I do. That's my process. And we had that was also the, the follow up question was the creative process of songwriting also from Instagram. But um, when you are writing lyrics, then is it is it? mostly personal experience is it like ideas i know we talked a bit about like story writing and that but is it like is it yeah, things that so happen? Yeah. i have like some songs where i just started writing out of just like pure emotion of like i'm really upset about this topic right now and i'm just gonna write about it real quick but then i have some other songs that i have like a list of like concepts that i would want to write about and then if I feel like writing a song one day, but I don't know what to write about, I'll pull from that list. Um, and then just kind of go from there. Um, I have a lot of unfinished songs, to be honest, because I'll get stuck and I'm like, well, I don't really know how to continue the story. So I'll come back to it later whenever <laughs> I feel like writing about it. Yeah, I never will force a song. Um, and a lot of times I really like to work on the music before I finish the lyrics because it helps like set the vibe if that makes sense yeah I can imagine too like you know as as life is changing like maybe the thing you write the song about in the first place you're like it's not about that anymore and it's like it's kind of a good thought to maybe like to say you know what I'm gonna put this song here and then I'm going to come back to it and be like, you know what? I don't feel that way about it, but this is making me feel like this instead now. And like yeah. evolves and exactly. develops. Like the first song I ever wrote is completely different than like the first song I actually released. And then that's completely different from like even the next song I have coming out. It's just, I feel like over time, and I feel like for me, because I just was like, I want to do music one day and I just started doing it, you can definitely tell like the development that I'm going through just mm -hmm. as like a vocalist and a writer. I think it's also kind of cool to be able to like see that growth and have like my audience grow with me. I think that's gonna be the way a lot of fans are with their, the artists in the future is not like, I want you to release the same record four times in a row just keep putting out the same music keep playing the hits it's going to be like no i want to see what more you can do i want to see the next evolution of this as opposed to like staying the same yeah i agree i feel like for me at least i just like i don't know i love whenever an artist especially changes their sound because it's like in that moment when they were writing these things like they're probably completely different than how they are now. And you just, it's like a little time capsule of their life. Yeah. Here at the Emo Social Club, we typically listen to the bops we grew up with. Yet, there's new music out there that you haven't even heard of. Nightlife, a three-piece soul punk Baltimore band led by vocalist and producer 
Hansel Romero released their thesis statement of blurred genre lines, their debut EP, New Low, out July 9th. The band is inspired by bands like Let Live, Bad Brains, Issues, plus borrows themes from golden era greats like Stevie Wonder. The three-song EP includes songs reminiscent of The Weeknd and a neo-soul reimagination of Lonely No More by Rob Thomas. You may recognize Romero's name too. He produced bands like Pink Shift and In The Morning, so you know you're going to love this new tunage. Keep in the loop with Nightlife on Twitter and IG at nightlife underscore XO. So what does that mean going forward for Penny Board in the long term? I know off stream you were saying that there's more to be anticipated coming up. If you're able to talk about any and all, whatever <laughs> capacity. Um. Okay. Well, first of all, I'm not very like secretive about things because I'm just like, I'm a small artist, you know? <laughs> um, but there is literally so much that I have to announce. There's, like I said, there will be a new song. Um, I don't want to say, like, the date yet, but it is very soon. And then I just have a lot of shows to announce. And they're pretty cool shows. So <laughs> I'm very excited about that. Um, and I will say there are some really exciting collabs in the work like people that I honestly never expected to work with people that I've looked up to basically yeah I'm assuming it's is it is it a lot in the Texas area or are you going to be as far uh, do you want to just go everywhere I'm assuming <laughs> um so a lot of zoom calls uh, not really <laughs> too much going on in Texas I will say okay um Basically, well, for shows. I'm only doing local shows right now. I don't have a touring band. Yeah. So if anyone wants to tour with me, <laughs> no. Um, but I will say I'm making a trip out to LA in the future, and there's a lot of cool stuff in the works. So. <laughs> Travis Barker excited. is coming to the studio. He's putting He's down gonna drum knock on. He's going to be like, oh my gosh. ding dong, knock, knock. I'm here. <laughs> It's this, I don't know, man. I, I wish, A, I had time and talent, but it's like he just shows up in studios. You might just get a random, like, Travis Barker drum track in one of your, your songs. That would be crazy, honestly. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> and honestly, just, like, keep on a lookout for TikTok because I post everything on there first. Um, and... A lot of cool, fun connections have been made, and I will be like working with a lot of my friends on there as well. Is uh, is TikTok then? And and obviously, we don't need to say any names because you know sometimes speaking it is like ah, I said it too early, and now it's not happening. Fuck, it's out there. Um, yeah. Is TikTok like how you connected with a lot of people for that? Is that how you're building these collaborations, or is that kind of in the works from some other way? So more recently, yes, um, there's just been like a few artists here and there that I've been able to connect with and uh, not even just for like full releases, but for like just like covers and stuff like that um, that I've been able to work on with and that are almost done. Um, but even outside of that, just like Instagram and Twitter somehow things have worked out and I don't know it's just it's weird going from like just like being a person who listens to all these artists and you like look up to them and then like creating music and then people being like let's work together and I'm like me <laughs> I think it's just been so cool like a lot of these like smaller artists like we're seeing so many more collaborations lately and it's just so awesome because they're it's your genre spanning with it and it's also just people you were be like oh I thought that they would work together or oh I didn't think that that would ever happen but it, it surprisingly worked out really really well 
Yeah, it's honestly like super fun too. Collabs are just my favorite thing. If like every release I did could be a collab, I would totally do that because I just love writing with other people. You'll be the next Young Blood. Oh where my God. <laughs> I, I don't know any Young Blood songs, but I know Young Blood from being in other people's yeah. songs. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. It, it's kind of like with Kellen Quinn. I feel like everything that pops up on my Discover Weekly is like featuring Young Blood or featuring Kellen Quinn. Yeah, Kellen Quinn has really been like the go to in the past couple months. Like, dude, relax. Take a break. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess he has a good voice. I'm not going to take anything away from Kellen Quinn. I mean, he's killing it. Yeah. So. Not a huge fan of the MGK collab, song wise. Yeah, that Just, wasn't as good as I thought it would be. Not my be. fave. Yeah. Not my favorite. Wasn't my favorite, but I did like it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to be like, shut it off, but I'm also not like, like I'm throwing on tickets to my downfall. I'm not throwing on, you know. We're not. We're not. We're not. I, we're also not gonna throw on the swing life away cover. Cover. I'm never gonna do that again. Never. No. Absolutely never. I don't no. know if you've ever listened to it, Faith, but don't do it. Absolutely don't never do it. do it. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Save yourself. You have. You have so much other. So much else going on that you just. You know. If you. If you can't find the time, that makes sense. That's yeah. perfect. <laughs> All right, sounds good. It's real bad. <laughs> uh, real bad. And you know who features on it? Kellen Quinn. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. No. I know. See, I, I, maybe I shouldn't have told you that. Maybe I should have made you more curious. But yeah, it's it's a Kellen Quinn feature from We're going to get like an six angry years ago. tweet from Faith later on. Tonight's going to be like, y'all, fuck you guys. This was listen, bad. <laughs> listen. We told you not to. We warned. <laughs> I mean, okay, I get a lot since I came for a cover. I get a lot of requests for specifically Kellen Quinn covers. <laughs> like, not uh, not sleeping with sirens. Like, actual just Kellen Quinn. Just like anything he's been featured on, mm. or like sleeping with sirens. All of that. Just, I guess I. I don't know. I did it once. People it. <laughs> yeah, apparently. I'll do it in the future, but do one. Got a very high vocal range. He has a ridiculous vocal range. I, I don't know how he does it. I just have no idea how it happens. You do. I'll. I'll. I'll throw in a request. You should do one from the uh, like the acoustic EP that they did. One one. Some good songs on oh, there. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> you can only give the people so much of what they ask for and want because then it gets them to stick around because they can just be like, why didn't you play it? I don't know. It's coming soon, though. So you got to stay. <laughs> you got to stay around. Yeah. I also have to make sure I'm doing stuff that makes me happy. Yeah. So. Otherwise, you'll get Lizzie front row at an all-time low show <laughs> yelling, play <laughs> play coffee shop soundtrack, you cowards. Mia bottom be- lounge <laughs> in three <Yeah>. weeks. <laughs> Liz is going to be at the front row in your show. Just like, play the song, you coward. You're going to be like, is he? What the hell? We're like, just for you. Yeah. Play coffee shop soundtrack. I'm like, that's, I'm not all time low. What the hell? It could be. Okay. <laughs> we'll do a quick, uh, what, let's, let's have you throw out your plugs. Let's have you throw out where everybody can find you on the internet. And obviously the show is tomorrow. We can promote it again, but. Like, I don't know, if you're not there, you're not there. <laughs> yeah, so um, all my social media is at Pennyboard Band. Long story why it's banned. I'm not a band. <laughs> <laughs> Just me. Um, and then TikTok is Faith Alicia. So there is a Pennyboard Band account on there, but I don't use it anymore. So follow Faith Alicia. <laughs> Do you think it's better to use your own name than it is to use any board on there? Yeah, that one, honestly, the Faith Alicia one was just doing better. And I can like showcase my photography on there as well instead of just keeping like two separate accounts. Better to so, kill two imagine, birds with one stone. Yeah. Yeah, it's just easier. <laughs> I can imagine people are going to start calling you Penny too. And you're like, nope. You're like, absolutely not. not. <laughs> I get that a lot, actually. Like, whenever i first meet people they're like oh you're penny and i'm like 
<laughs> sure. Or <laughs> they're like, "Do you want me to call you Penny?" And I'm like, "You know, Faith is fine." <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "Faith, hopes. I'll answer to both." <laughs> my human name is fine. <laughs> Not my internet name. And we should we, rem- we should remind everybody that it's bored like you're bored of somebody, not like a game bored, because I definitely feel like people are going to mix that up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I always have to say, like, just clarify. Like, even at the show tomorrow, I am like, oh, I hope I don't sound lame. Just being like, it's penny bored as in like feeling bored. <laughs> oh, my God. Not like the state board. State board. Any state board. Sure. <laughs> I really want the the like Instagram handle that's just Penny Board, but it's been taken. The account hasn't been used oh in like God. six years. Of course. Gotta take them out. Yeah. Gotta find them. Yeah, I was about to say you could try to file something, be like, hey, this is inactive. I want this. I don't know how that works. I'll but I literally assume. pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pay for it. I don't care at this point. But I want it. This guy Listen, don't ever, you know, try to be mean to somebody on the internet on purpose, but you can, I think, try to like, you know, harass them into being like, (laughs) listen, you don't want this. You don't want this, this, uh, you know, this, this this username. I've heard that everybody, you know, is going to start coming at you, start being mean to you. You're going to get bullied. And I don't know if you you want that. I don't want that. So I'm just saying, (laughs) I don't want that for you. Why don't I just <laughs> Give it to me. I'll take it. And I can't change it on Twitter because I feel like they all need a match. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. So you gotta get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Ugh, the yeah. worst. Maybe I'll hook them up. <laughs> uh, there is one more question from Instagram that we'll ask, and then we will uh, we'll answer some questions from the Twitch chat. Uh, and I, I think this kind of goes back to everything we were asking before. Is like you know, coming from this background in photo and moving into music, like what made you want to express yourself in that way? What made you want to go from, from not being on the stage to being on the stage and, and singing for yourself? So I had been working with so many bands for so long. And like, the more I was at shows, the more I was like, I want to do that. Like, I just want to create music. And even throughout like high school, so I started playing violin when I was in like fifth grade. And um, I was in choir for like a couple years, but like when I was in choir, I was told I didn't have a future in singing. So that was just off the table for me. Didn't really do it anymore. And then I picked up drums and guitar in high school, tried out theater and dance and just like, I don't know, I was just like never satisfied. Everyone knew me as this person that just like tried out like so many different things and then never actually stuck with it. But over like the last year, I was like, I just, I don't know. Like, I really feel like I could do this. And like, I've worked in music for the last five years. I feel like I could figure this out. And um, I was just like, whatever, I'm going to do it. And then my friends were like, I really want to start like a, punk band like an all like girl slash non-binary like punk band and we kind of came together started writing together realized our schedules just don't match at all um and we decided to just like like penny board would just be me um we're all still best friends um (laughs) and they've all been like super supportive of me so like my sister was in it um their name's Hope. We're actually twins. Um, they're my my photographer for everything. Faith and Hope. And then, I just yeah. I just put that together. Damn. Yeah, <laughs> and then my friend Amber. Um, she's just been super supportive this whole time. And then my friend Taylor. Um, she's actually in a band called Matchstick Ghost, and she helped like solidify the name Penny Board. Um, and she's been super helpful with like helping me find my voice and like figure out my vocal range, learning different exercises. So like, honestly, like the three of them, they're like the reason Penny Board became a thing because without them, I would have been too scared to do this on my own. And it's just easier to have a support group with you. Absolutely. So in a way, it's like they are still in the band, but just like 
as ghosts, proverbial ghosts yeah. in the background. Yeah, as and they're ghosts. all going to be at the show you know? tomorrow, so I'm super excited. Yeah. There, there is support full ghosts. <laughs> I guess. I was going to say like an angel investor. I was like, no, one, I already used that analogy, and two, that's not correct. So I was like, ghosts? <laughs> they're like your ghosts. <laughs> All right. I also send them like songs I work on too. I'm like, what do you think of this? Like, I need your opinion. <laughs> so they're still very involved. Well, good. Um, well, yeah. Uh, we will move over to Twitch and just hang out there for a little bit, and this will uh, will end the recording of it. But uh, yeah, if you're checking this out, uh, make sure to check out the song Emerald Green up now. I'm assuming pretty much everywhere, right? Spotify, yep. Apple Music, Idol. I don't know. It's just like the third one I can think of. I'm Amazon like, Music. Amazon Music. Tell your Alexa. Everybody right now, tell your Alexa to play Penny Board, Emerald Green. Uh, if you're in Dallas and you're listening to this right now, check out Emo Night LA, Dallas, where Penny Board will be playing. <laughs> and if not, then, yeah, I guess just, you know, try to find some uh, some bootleg footage of it from the internet. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, get somebody to like take some cell phone footage so we can like, you know, see it, showcase it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're not, we're not going to make it to Dallas. I'm yeah, so we sorry. are not. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> One day I'll play in Chicago. Yes, there absolutely. Uh, a million streams by in the background. Just run it up. <laughs> just run, run it up. Million, million streams by Monday. Got to get it done. Uh, Faith, thank you so much for for hanging out with us on the pod. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, if you liked it, make sure you share it with somebody. Post it on your Instagram. Tag us. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Maybe you, uh, you know, leave us a review. Maybe you let us know in the comments how It'd you felt nice. about it. It'd be real nice. Maybe maybe you do all of it, and then you go to our store, emosocialclub.com slash store, and order some cool merch so you can definitely be wearing the pride that you have for us. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be prideful for us, but that's cool if you are. Pick, pick your emotion towards us and then buy a shirt to express it. We got some tank tops. Yeah. For your guns. Got some t-shirts. Hide your guns. <laughs> hide your guns. That's me. Hide hide my guns all summer long with my new metal emo <laughs> shirt. We will be back next Monday with another episode of the podcast. Make sure to follow us when we go live on Thursdays recording these from all of us here I'm Brian I'm Lizzie bye hi oh that's my Kermit goodbye, Kermit goodbye. Oh, lovers the dreamers and me can you do an aggressive elbow no I can't do elbow Is it worth it? Can you even hear me? <laughs> Do that at your first gig back. <laughs>